Alright, good morning everyone. Today is Monday, May 16. That's weird. Am I early? I thought it was the 18th. Anyways, <laughs> if I'm early, whatever. <laughs> it's a, if we're, in the, we're within the three-day rule. Cool. Okay, awesome. Rule? What are you talking about, rule? Oh yeah, by the way, I'm going to dedicate this room to our saint for this Tridi day, Tridium day, three days in a row. Um, saint Stanislaus, which one? Papchinsky. Oh, yeah. He's French. Is he? I don't know. I'm looking for a French, right? I don't know, but I, lo I'm, I, I love Father Papchinsky already, right? Because we're Marians. Of the Immaculate Conception, which he founded. What? Right? So, our founder. Before that, he was under another order, but he has so many cool writings that's in multiple languages, and French being one of them. And I'm looking at an illustration from one of his books, and it looks French to me. And what do I see on the very top in the middle? Da-da-da-da! My Luku, the dove, staring right at me with the rays of sunlight, <gasps> with the Eucharist in the middle. <gasps> so, you know, I'm like in love already. <gasps> oh. So, yeah. And then this picture, I'm going to digest it and describe it to you later because there's so much. You just have to. I'm just going to read the text in the middle to you. Norma Vita. Okay, so he has a book on the rule of normal life. I'm like, yeah, that's what I so need right now. A new normal, right? And he wrote the rule book. I'm like, thank you. I, I'm going to so read it. In French. <laughs> Religiosa. Congregazioni. Is it Italian or French? I don't know yet. You tell me. B. V. Maria. Sine, labi, concepta, eremitarum, marianorum, fidelibus, defunctis, pre... It's handwritten, so it's hard to read. Pre... Percipit. Melitibus, I think, et peste suplates, suffragang, suffragentium, proposita, et eb eminenti. Fissimo, eminentifissimo, et ponc de ma, dio, dios, I don't know, it's cursive on top, so it's very hard to read. Usuccio cardinoli coloredo, coloredo. With two L's. Gayoretto? Ex 
Commiss. Can't read it. Commission? Commissione? Okay. Excommissione. Sacred Congregatio. Nis regularium et episcoporum. Correcta. Roma anno anni digni digni mimi something about sixteen ento something okay so your guess is as good as mine is it Italian is it a French is it Latin I don't know but there's two beautiful cherubim babies on the bottom with the chalice in the middle in the same halo nimbus that's framed, look like a monstrance awesomeness. It's got the sacred heart symbol on the bottom left. Yeah, uh, I watched the Okay. Alright, great. I'm gonna look at this picture. Anyway, this is a intro to mark my room. Thank you. Bye-bye. Alright, I'm gonna straight up just dive in and read it because I wanna hear what it says in English, and then we'll worry about everything else later. The Rule of Life Proposed to the religious congregation of the Blessed Virgin Mary, conceived without stain of sin, or the Marian hermits assisting the faithful departed, especially soldiers and those who died of pestilence, and corrected by the most eminent and reverend Lord Leander Cardinal Lo Colorado, member of the Commission of the Congregation of Regulars and Bishops in Rome in the year of the Lord, 1694. That's a 69 in between a fortnight. Oh, nice. Oh, so that's the English of everything I read in that mystery language. Got it. Introduction. The importance of the rule of life rests in the fact that Stanislaus Papchinsky, spelled P-A-P-C-Z-Y, N S K I Pachinsky sixteen thirty one to seventeen o one about seventy years old presents in its principal ideas and fundamental elements which were to constitute the institute he founded. It is also the principal source from which we can see the most important elements of his spiritual life at the same time of its writings. Elements decisive for the growth and maturation of his internal life from 1673 until his death. We can only estimate when Stanislaus prepared the first draft of Rule of Life. It was only after the time of his departure from the Pierist 
like a pianist, but with an R. Got it. Spelled exactly like pianist, but with an R. Pierist. Got it. December 11, 1670. That is, he proposed, right, because he was with the Pierist Society, right, or whatever that order rule was, and but he left it to form and found the Society of the Immaculate Conception. You mean where we go to Mass every day? Yes. Wow. Cool, right? Okay. And after 1671 that he was able to formulate a distinct idea of that society, right? Because I'm reading this because Father Gabriel, right? Reverend Gabriel is a father or a reverend? I don't know, right? A reverend is somebody who, right? So it's a father, right? It's a description of a relationship and reverend is a description of your motive. Yeah, okay. That's my guess. All right. So, anyways, Father Gabriel, right, gave us this homework today at Mass, right? So, we'll stay in his house. All right. Right? Who can turn down Father Gabriel? He's so tall. He's like, oh, not CH, huh? Right? I'm like, yes, we'll do. He's so tall. I love Father Gabriel. And, and I love his booming singing voice. He's like Father Tyler, but with like a booming singing voice. Okay. Just, just, just vibrates through the whole mass. Oh, the, 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 the thing. I love it. And after 1671, that he was unable to formulate a distinct idea of that society. Right? What they call, uh, what Father Alar saying, explaining the faith, he's like, uh, do you believe in what organized religion? You do. Do you believe in organized religion or something like that? That's a terminology they throw around out there, apparently. And 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 so his his smart answer is, yeah, Christ, organized religion. <laughs> Silver bullet. Love it. <laughs> so if the priests and the nuns and the whole thing, mm -hmm. right, mm -hmm. if they're religious, right, if they are, and we're the laymen, right, they're the religious, right? If you're talking about organized religion, who organized it? Grass. Hello. So yes, grass. Organized, really? You gotta say it. It's a sentence. <laughs> Stop repeating verbs without the whole concept. Anyways, it's just funny. Whatever. Smart answer. Oh, thank you. All right. Now we're gonna boil them. So get the big pot. The uh, big copper pot. The silver one. The 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 biggest one we do for soups and stuff. The black one. Right? The black one, yeah. We can only estimate when Stanislaus prepared the first draft. Okay, whatever, whatever. If this is actually the f what? 
We can only estimate when Stanislaus prepared the first draft of the rule of life. It was only after the time of his departure from the Purists, December 11, 1670, that he proposed founding the Society of the Immaculate Conception, and after 1671 that he was able to formulate a distinct idea of that society, right? So it was likely that not until sometime during 1672, while he stayed at the Karski court, was he able to formulate his idea in writing, and thus the first draft of the rule of life. Got it. It's a process. If this is actually the fact, then it was during October 1672 that he showed it to Stanislaus Krajewski. K-R-A, the jewels, J-E-W-Ski, S-K-I, the first candidate to his institute. Oh, first candidate. Uh, first one to see it, huh? Yep. Changes in the rule. Ah, corrections. It seems that this stable law, quote-unquote law, of Stanislaus, which was not judged as, eh, quote, too rigid, unquote, in parentheses, was not followed at the Corabio Foundation. And so, a year later, Stanislaus was forced to, quote, conform, unquote, his first formulation of the rule of life with the dispositions of Bishop Swiechki. Swiechki. S-W-I-E-C-I-C-K-I. Yeah, don't, don't worry about it. Swiechki for the Marian hermits at Gorobio. Gorobio, a change that evidently gave the rule an eremitical flavor. All right. Despite these changes, in 1677, the formation of a Marian house at the Kennical or cynically, in New Jerusalem. Oh, New Jerusalem. Kinnacle at New Jerusalem. Only the Marians at Gore, Goro, Gorakbio, Gorakbio were obliged, in fact, to follow strict eremitical Observance. By the time of its publication in 1687, Stanislaus had inserted into the rule his permission for assisting in parishes, chapter 1 and th number 3, as well as new papal statements in communal life. Flip. In particular, directives for, okay, all right. Blah, 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 short attention span. Chapter 6, number 1, and particular directives for the Marians. Chapter 7, number 8. It is generally true that the rule reflects only a little of the basic tendencies of the Marians. In fact, 
toward an apostolic life outside of the monasteries. Why? It seems that it has something to do with the specific legal situation of the Newborn Marian Institute. It was almost impossible to obtain apostolic approval. Therefore, the Marians were founded as hermits, a state already approved by the church. As a legal expedient for establishing a new institute without papal approval, needing only the approval of the local bishop. In other words, in this way, the Marians would be allowed to exist in the status of hermits. Uh-huh. In the period 1687 to 1698, in defending the Marian community against the attacks of its opponents, it again became necessary to insist that the Marians were hermits and, as such, did not need to reply on papal, rely on papal approval for its existence. Such was the scope of the argument contained in the, quote, informative preface, unquote, which Stanislaus wrote in 1697 as he prepared the text of the rule of life as corrected in 1694 by Cardinal Col Col Colorado sounds like Colorado to me Colorado yeah okay for publication in this translation only excerpts from the quote preface are included the more general legal considerations are omitted. Yeah, who wants to hear about jargon? In 1698. Oh, yeah, yeah. 16? Are you 18 yet? Are you, are you legal? Are you of legal age? 69. I was 69, now I'm 18. So in 1698, addition, as the final addition of the rule of life, to appear during the lifetime of Stanislaus, it is the text of that Latin edition. Oh, there it is. Oop, there it is. Oop, there it is. It's Latin. Oop, there it is. It's Latin. On which it's this translation is based. Got it. That's why we got a picture of it with a cool picture. Sources. Next session. Sources. In writing the informative preface, Stanislaus used as sources various, various works of his contemporary canonist-theologians, period. For the text proper of the rule of life, he uses other sources. The scriptures, right, it's the only thing anybody ever wants to hear from, it says Catholic truth. Awesome debate, by the way. Woohoo! Protestants against Catholics. I gotta finish that, by the way. I keep falling asleep on it, but hey, it's interesting. I love it. Recommend it. The papal decree and constitutions. Twenty times he cites, quoting or paraphrasing, the Word of God almost always from the New Testament. Hey! hey what's new? Pussycat? Meow, meow, meow. Oh, Puss in Boots. I keep seeing that trailer 
I love it. Say his name. Antonian Banderas. You've heard this name, but have you heard this story? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Hey, it's my house. Whatever. It's the only... Hey, if I don't let it out here, it's gonna get let out in my job. And who wants to hear this, right? I'm a hostess. I'm trying to apply for a hostessing job. <laughs> I haven't done it in 20 years. Ah, oh, Moongate. I love my Moongate hostess jobs over there. Line out the door of old people. Bethesda, old people. It's like the Disneyland of food for old people. <laughs> I love my Moongate job. My face, my face be plastered in a smile until I, I got home and then fall asleep. And the next day, it, it relax. I would be smiling for like 10 hours. Crazy. I love... Anyways, sources. 20 times he cites, quoting or paraphrasing the word of God, almost always from the New Testament, an explanation of the law and the aesthetical norms. Ascetical, sorry, ascetical norms prescribed for the Marians. Uh-huh. Thus, the rule uh -huh, possesses a distinctly evangelical flavor. <gasps> Ooh, how many flavors of Robins, right? I love, is it 62 flavors and counting? Ice cream sundaes. And eat the dates. Uh-huh. Palm trees. Among the papal documents considered as sources for the rule of life, which are cited individually. Yeah, we're with the Pope, Francis. William, our bishop, well, I am, were the decrees of Clement. Oh, you want a prophet? Clement. Is he a pope? pope. He's a pope. Pope Clement the Eighth. Eighth. Eighty-eight. Eighth. Quote, for the reform of religious. Hey, baby, good morning. Give me one more minute. Let me finish this, and I'm going to end at page five. I've been charging it for you. It's in the room. This is my phone. You fell asleep. You've been sleeping all night, baby. I saw you fall asleep on the bed holding my phone. So I took it out of your hands and I've been charging it for hours. You want to use it again? I give it back to you, okay? Can you give me one second to finish my recording? And then I give it back to you. I'm almost finished. One more sentence. Okay. Do you remember I was trying to the baby? Yeah, you did a really good job helping the baby fall asleep. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, you're so good. Thank you. I would not have gotten any sleep without you. He was being... No sleeping. I didn't know what to do. Nobody could make him sleep. And everybody was sleeping. And just me and Daddy was wake up and he wouldn't sleep. And then, uh, thank you. Okay, let me read the story and then I give you the phone, okay? Okay. Were the decrees of Clement VIII for the reform of religious? Colon nulles omnino. July 25th, 1599, go read it, and his constitution, 
entitled Cum Ad Ragulorum, March 13, 1603. The Rule of Life undoubtedly, undoubtedly owes much to his Pius, Pierist, Pierist constitution, especially to the original text composed by St. Joseph, Joseph Calessans, C-A-L-A-L-A-S-A-N-Z, Z. It is relatively easy to uncover in the rules some typically purest traits, but these qualities are were adapted to the different nature of the Marian community. It should be noted as well that certain purists' ideas evident in the rule in 1687 were later abandoned or changed. Besides these three sources, scripture being the first, the documents of Clement VIII being the second, and the Pierce constitution being the third, it is difficult to uncover the other sources. This is because for a certain number of prescriptions, which certain, which concern all religious institutes, the rule of life simply relies on the church's tradition. Last section, last sentence, original Latin text of the rule of life. All right, it's Latin, people. Sirvi Dei Stanislee a Jesu Maria Papchinski colon Positio Rome. 1977, happy birthday to me. Congregation for the Causes of the Saints, Historical Office, page 459, if, if. Oh, man, do I have a whole room of stuff to read in here. Thank you, Pachinski. Poppy? Poppy? Okay, we'll be back. Bye-bye. Alright, well, next we have an informative preface, and I'm going to try to speed read through this because I want to get to the meat of it. But can't skip anything. Sometimes you might feel find a jewel. So here we go. Number one. This congregation of the Immaculate Conception about which we provide to you, most beloved, benevolent reader, ooh, this information was canonically erected in the Eremiticus status by St Bishop Stephen Weitzerbowski, ordinary of Poznan and elect Archbishop of Zinezno, who has laudably passed through this life. The congregation was endowed with certain indulgences and a confraternity by the Most Holy Father, Pope Innocent XI, of happy memory, superscript 3, and was approved and assumed in perpetual protection by the Most August and Invincible Prince John III, most happily reigning King of Poland together with the whole Polish 
republic in the general debt sell in the general diet whoa what is that in the general diet celebrated in Warsaw in sixteen seventy seven. Uh, superscript 5, number 2, dot, dot, dot. The life of hermits is approved in the status of penitence, right? Penitentiary rite that happens every day in the Mass, right? Just like Father Chris said in the New Explaining the Faith, which I'm trying to get back to. Um, where's the hot dogs? All right, I can't do this. I gotta get the hot dogs ready first, and then I'll come back to this. All right. I'll just get this pack. Probably the eighty. Think so. Oh, one pack hot dogs coming up. The life of hermits is approved in the status of penitence. Dot, 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 period. Where's my scissors? Where's my scissors? Oh. Hence, they do not need any approval. Once they are admitted juridically, juridically, like jurisdiction, yep, something like that, stick it and claim it. No, oh, all right. And canonically by an ordinary of the place. Okay, a whole bunch of footnotes we're not going to go into right now. The one who has embraced... Ugh, the one who has embraced this eremitical... E-R-E-M-I-T-I-C-A-L status, especially in some congregation of hermits, C-H, approved at, la at least by a bishop and has made the profession of the vows in it, he may not change the status unless he has been dispensed by the Roman pontiff at the request of the superior of the said congregation on account of most just and grave reasons involving a harming of the third party. Such declaration was made by the sacred penitentiary penitentiary Really? In 1 1 between 69, that's 1691, which was consulted by a certain superior of this kind of hermits. Superscript number 6. Such hermits, once they stay in small monasteries, are not included among those who are prohibited to receive new houses. Superscript number 7. And those who live in a congregation may have a way of life approved by a bishop, and nobody can doubt that the same may be ordained with the title of poverty or congregation, whichever is more favored in Rome. Interesting. Parentheses, whichever is favored in Rome. Number three. 
These things have been prefaced briefly in order to inform those who feel and speak unfavorably about the present institution, partly because of ignorance, partly due to bad information. If they look in, look with more kindly eye into the few chapters that follow, and which are proposed for observance to these Marian hermits, certainly they will be more benevolent towards them who seek or desire nothing else besides God and His glory, the honor of the Virgin, the salvation of souls, and their own, assisting the dead. Yes, certainly worthy goals. And now I need some water. Oh, this is too much. Dead. For the rest, although this congregation is erected in the public status of hermits, it does not insist on so much on so, it does not insist on so much on solid solitude. does not insist so much on solitude as to consider unmeritorious for itself to sometimes engage also in spiritual services for the neighbors as far as it is lawful without doing any harm to anyone else nor is it absolutely request the emeritical title in order to make itself equal to anybody in truth it is convinced that it should venerate each of the most holy, ancient, and pious orders and all institutes to such an extent as to profess itself the last of all and recommend itself humbly to their protection and charity. Oh, you were crying. Oh, I'm sorry, baby. I didn't hear you. I didn't. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, one last point, and we can move on to the next section. Number four, from all these, each one can conclude that his present Institute of Marian's Hermits, founded in the status approved by the Canon Law, CL, does not need any other approval, superscript eight, for when the super general, I'm sorry, the superior general applied to the Holy Apostolic See for its confirmation, superscript number nine, the whole affair was first examined for almost a year by the Apostolic Nunciature in Poland, N-U-N-C-I-A-T-U-R-E. Then on the basis of its information, the matter was also discussed for a longer time in Rome. Finally, the answer came through the aforesaid cardinal, superscript number 10, that it is enough for the Institute to have the approval of the ordinary, capital O, of the place of this RL, rule of life, which has been studied by his eminence with utmost 
assiduity, and corrected with highest wisdom. Superscript 11. Such an answer is contained in the authentic letter of His Eminence directed to the superior and his companion. Superscript number 12. The letter with has been presented to and accepted by the present bishop of Poznan. P-O-Z-N-A-N. Superscript number 13. And that is the end. We will be right back with Z. And quietly. Oh, I was just going to wake up the baby, please. Thank you. You can whisper. I can still hear you. You see? Is that him crying? Chapter 1. The aim of the community and admission to it. Shh. Anthony, can you just stay there so she doesn't have to scream? Can you just can you just sit over there with her so she doesn't have to scream and you can relax? Thank you. Number one. Since no community community can exist except under the laws except under the guidance of laws, nor would it be possible for one to live without law in this earthly existence, colon, because of this. You, who have been gathered together in one society and enclosed in monasteries under the governance of one superior, will strive to observe these very few statutes, with a capital S, parentheses, over and above the capital R, rule of St. Augustine, and parentheses, superscript number one, for your inner peace and security of your consciences. Number two. First, consider diligently and assiduously what the aim of your congregation is. It is the one that all the orders have in common with you, the greater increase of God's glory. And care for your own salvation combined with, with serious striving for perfection. Check, check, and check. That sounds good to me. I want that. For we do remember what, pro what does profit a man, teaches the Savior, right, right? If he gains the whole world but suffers the detriment of his own soul. Mm, yeah, we don't want that. Matthew 16, 26. Mm -hmm. But lest you remain without work in the vineyard of the Lord. Matthew 20, 31. But lest you remain without work in the vineyard of the Lord. Yeah, you, you need something to do. To the utmost of strength, you will promote devotion to the immaculate conception of the Virgin Mother of God. It can't be more simple than that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight words. Immaculate conception. Promote devotion to the IC of the VMG. And with utmost zeal, piety, and fervor, assist the souls 
of the faithful departed, subjected to expiatory pains. You gotta hurry them up a little bit, but it's gonna hurt. But it'll be that better. Okay, anyway. Especially the souls of soldiers and those who died of pestilence. Number three, since the contemplative life is not binding you so strictly, though you are founded in the eremitical status, those gifted with such talents will not be prevented from humbly helping pastors in their church work if they would be called upon by pastors and have previously obtained faculties from the ordinaries and the superiors. Superscript number two. So there's the O and the S. The ordinaries and the superiors. Number four. Those seeking to enter your society should be well known to you. Or at least they should have been recommended. They should as well present letters of legitimate birth. They should come with the intention of living their life in a more, more perfect way, unquote. For a, of accommodating their conduct to the norms, of striving toward the goal of their vocation, entangled by no censures, debts, or lawsuits. Yep, no, I didn't sue anybody. Nobody wants to sue me. Got it. That's why I didn't. didn't no censures. Okay, got it. Whatever that means. Number five. In the education of novices, let the apostolic constitutions, superscript number three, be followed. Follow the constitution when you're trying to educate people. In the education of novices, let the apostolic constitutions be followed, nor let novices be judged fit for the profession of vows and the oath of perseverance before, nor, nor let novices be judged fit before they have been proven in every kind of mortification, prayer, penance, interior silence, in zeal for all other virtues. Let them know that having made profession, the way of deserting their vocation is perpetually blocked. There's no deserting. Parentheses, except to go to a stricter observance of some dash approved order, comma, with permission of the superior of the congregation with the apostolic dispensation. In parentheses, superscript number four. If anyone is found incorrigible, a, a plotter, a disturber, all right, giving scandal, all right, 
after the third admonition, he should either be shut in a small room for six months, or, unless he returns to his senses, he should be dismissed from the congregation, or, if he chooses for himself some approved order, and he will find those who will receive him kindly, let him be commended to this order. The, number six, this will be the formula of making profession of vows when the time of probation is completed. Number one. I, blank, you know, fill in your name here, I, N, right, I'm just going to put me, I, Amy, or, no, okay, I'll you on, so whatever your name is, I, no, 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 son of, no, 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 of the diocese of, no, 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 of years of age, freely, and of my own will, out of pure love of God, for his greater glory, and the honor of the Virgin, for the assistance of the dead who lack suffrages, especially soldiers, and those who died from pestilence, I offer myself to the divine majesty and the mother of God, the Virgin of Mary, in her religious congregation of the Immaculate Conception of Clerics. Recollect or Marian Hermits, this I do perpetually and irrevocably. See superscript number five. And I vow poverty, chastity, and obedience to its superior. May God and these holy gospels help me. The end. End of chapter one. Entitled, The Aim of The Aim of the Community and Admission to It. All right, so now we're going to do chapter two. Love. Oh, my favorite four little letters. Number one, St. Paul, the teacher of the Gentiles, has best compared a servant of God who is now glowing with true love to a tinkling bell and a clanging cymbal, 1 Corinthians 13.1, for entertainment of eternal life and the value of meritorious works is rooted in love. Therefore, more than any other good, any of you should try to gain for himself or herself this love, this pearl of great price, this treasure hidden in the field. Matthew 13, 44-46 Although love is a gift of God, it is obtained and preserved, however, by constancy of prayer and mortification. Therefore, let everything you do be done in love, right? Is it good enough that I, my mortification is wearing my 
scapula and rosary like me on, on me like 24-7. Is that enough? Just, just wondering. All right, thanks. So that everywhere I go, right, I don't have to say nothing. People just see me wearing it and they'll just know automatically, you know. Number two, the commandments of God, 1 Corinthians 16, 14. The commandments of God and the, uh, and the gospel consult, counsels the laws of Roman Catholic Church. It's prescriptions, decrees, R-I-T-E-S, rights, usages, dogmas, semicolon. Also, this rule, all right, parentheses, and if at some time further the prescriptions are given, right, un parentheses, let all of these be observed out of love of God. Chapter 2, love. This is what Jesus Christ, the heavenly lawgiver, lawgiver, one word, capital L, lawgiver, lawgiver, said, quote, anyone who loves me will be true to my word. Unquote. Uh, Jonas 14.23 And this is to be understood. John? Is it John? And this is to be understood not only of his teaching and of scripture, but equally of his church, which he himself forms and governs by his Holy Spirit and its orders and documents and the dispositions of the superiors which flow from her and are confirmed by her out of love of God who will perform every good and escape every evil. You will exercise every virtue possible and detest every vice and sin out of love of God. You will bear willingness, willingness and fortitude, mortifications, afflictions, coming, reproofs, reproofs. Injuries, calamities, calamities, cumulus clouds, labors, yep, looking for a job, pains, destitution, austerity, and other situations like these. Back? Uh, okay, I'm coming. I'll come rub your back. Out of love of God, you will carry out in a most perfect way your exercises, duties, jobs entrusted to you, and whatever concerns your state and vocation, you will consecrate to divine love all of your entire life, daily actions and sufferings, and each and every moment, particulars, circumstances, changes, each and every action and suffering due to submission, confidence, and piety will be consecrated for all eternity on the altar of love by a pure heart joined to the merits of Christ the Lord, His Immaculate Mother, all the saints, and the Universal Church. Quote, You shall love 
the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. Deuteronomy 6.5, Matthew 22.37, this which divine wisdom DW wanted to be most recommended in both Old and New Testaments. Mark 12.30, Luke 10.27 should be your common rule and the safest way to heaven. Do you want a safe way to heaven? Hello? You, it's a lot, right? There's way, the safest way to heaven. Check me out and put me a ticket on board. Thank you. End of number three, chapter two, page 15. Chapter 2.3, chapter 2.4. Concerning mutual love, let it be known that the one who excels in mutual love is more dear to the divine mercy, sorry, majesty, divine majesty. Each of you should keep in mind that the soul of his institute is love, and to the extent that he withdraws from love, he withdraws from life. Therefore, even as he promotes the good reputation, as he promotes integrity and holiness of the whole congregation, so he will render to the individual members of this same congregation all those things which he would wish for himself. And so he would avoid. He would avoid this contagious disease very opposed to love which colon namely is envy, hatred, rancor, rivalry, suspicion, calumny. Look this one up. There's a new word. C-A-L-U-M-N-Y. Exclusive attachment. Antipathy, look that up, A-N-T-I-T-A-P-H-P-A-T-H-Y, jealousy, secret accusations, jeering, jeering, whispering, verbal abuse, annoyance, ambition, Contempt for others. Disturbances. Agitations. Quarrels. Quarrels. Contentions. Period. As he will watch over the tranquility of his own spirit, so the zealous guardian of love will also give great care to guarding the tranquility 
of others and of the whole house. He will suitably drive away any evil both from the whole congregation and from each of its members. Call to mind the love of the early church about which the writers of the Acts of the Apostles says, quote, in 432 of Acts, the community of believers were of one heart and one mind. The community of believers were of one heart and of one mind. Last paragraph before we end. Page 16.5 You should always be mindful of the works of mercy. Superscript 6 Which, done to the members, mercy, works of mercy done to the members, are done to Christ, the head. Matthew twenty five thirty one On all occasions you will not neglect to show outsiders every possible love. You will surround with devoted love not only those you find benevolent to you, but adversaries as well and enemies. Parentheses, whom our Lord rightly commanded us to love, unparentheses, these works alone will triumph at the final judgment, with a capital J. Superscript 7, Matthews 5, 44, Luke 6, 27, the 35. End of chapter to love. Chapter 3 Obedience, Poverty, Chastity, O P C. So L was Chapter 2. Chapter 3, O-P-C, LAPK. O, obedience. P, poverty. Ch, chastity. Number one. In first place, you ought to obey God, the Roman pontiff, the bishops, superiors of your order, then their vicars, local officials, the bell calling you to common exercises. This you ought to do quickly, promptly, perfectly, patiently, humbly, decisively, perseveringly, nor 
Should you be ashamed to be subject to men, since the apostle, namely Peter, who wish us to be subject to all creatures, more so to every authority. See Romans thirteen one, one Peter's two thirteen, one Timothy two two. For there is no authority, he says, unless it is from God. He who resists this authority resists the divine will, and that is the highest form of stupidity. You should assume, therefore, the motive and example of obedience. Of our Redeemer Himself, who quote humbled Himself, being made obedient unto death. Even death on the cross. Philippians two eight. He who would refuse to imitate Christ. Would appear not to want to reign with Christ if he did not obey due authority, who takes the place of Christ. The following order must be kept in obeying: colon. The lesser power should yield to the greater power. Nor should that lesser power attempt to weaken the greater. Period. Concerning what has been ordered, colon, if a previous order be clearly have been revoked, a later order order should be given adherence. You should. All respect the ordinances of the locality with due submission, and be most ready to obey them. Nonetheless, in order to avoid confusion in jurisdiction and many disorders, only the superiors will attend to the just orders of the bishops. Superscript eight. The members, on the other hand, will obey the superiors and the laws without any reluctance and pretense. Nor should they believe that, nor should they believe, they have any right or privilege to take the superior to an outside court. This is stated to avoid many quarrels, scandals. And rebellions. If ever any of these controversies should happen, or any less notable deficiency, then it should be settled and corrected within the congregation itself, in an ordinary way. Peacefully and justly. Through this rule, we nonetheless 
do not intend to contradict anything of canon law. CL. Nothing regarding the decrees and views of the Roman Church. Okay. Period. If anyone among you has been found stubbornly disobedient, or a firebrand, or a wicked agitator of others, wicked agitator of others, let him be restrained by the common action of all those who favor interior peace and good government. Parentheses. First, however, having given the possibility for a just defense, and apology, and due process of law having been kept. All right. Okay. In parentheses. Period. If necessary, even the force of civil authorities may be employed. Number nine. Footnote. Truly. It is right that a servant of God be a peaceful man. Should he consider the person he should obey, or shouldn't he consider love on account of which he obeys? You should fulfill, with divine assistance, humbly and joyfully. You should fulfill all penances. And mortifications assigned by a superior, although they may seem burdensome, you should not murmur against the superiors, or complain, but you should love and honor them. But if any one should have truly burdened by some superior, let him either endure patiently what he finds oppressive, for the merit of eternal life. Or by himself, or through another, present with great meekness and humility a petition to the superior, by whom he is pressed, so that he might use the due moderation in the situation. Page eighteen, number two, chapter three. The essence of your poverty is found in this. All right, poverty. That no one keeps anything privately, without the consent of the superiors. Nor would he dare to call anything his own. However, those things given for his use, let him preserve them neatly. Carefully, and for as long as possible, let all income be turned over for common use, whether it comes from alms or other sources. Let them observe absolutely and strictly the manner of collecting, saving, and dispensing this income. The manner contained in the papal decrees. Footnote ten. 
under the penalty specified there. Without the permission of the superior, let none keep with himself either money or food or drink. Under the penalty of losing active and passive voice. Such permission could be granted only for some good reason and for a short time, and for all ought to live from common resources and the common table. However, foreseeing all the harm that could come from its use. This permission is to be granted chiefly and only to the aged and the sick. No member should receive anything from anyone without the permission of the superiors, whether it be for, from a house member or an outsider. Nor should he give anything to anyone. Before profession, he should dispose. Of his inheritance and his goods in the world, if he had any. Might be in the room. I was in the room. If he was hindered by something, then he should settle his affairs as quickly as possible after profession, since our Lord openly stated, quote, From Luke 14:33, b, none of you can be my disciple if he does not renounce all his possessions. Okay. Okay. The superiors will provide the members as much as they will be able. In the Lord, sufficiently in all things, concern, concern, according to their norms. No surplusly, however. Otherwise, on account of more rigorous want, the members would be found slothful in their service of God. It is fitting for each member to be mindful that he is rather the imitator of the heavenly King in need, who it is said had neither his own home, nor, when he was thirsty, was ashamed to have asked for water. Matthew, Luke, and John. So you, once you find yourself in a situation of utmost poverty, footnote number eleven. Rejoice exceedingly, because then you can be the true disciples and followers of Christ the Lord. There we go. I have everything He gave me. I came into this world with good enough. Ooh, footnote ten is nulis omnino. Clement the eighth, fifteen ninety nine. Omnino. All right. Chapter three, point number three, last point. Obedience guards chastity. Okay, we covered obedience. We covered poverty. Now we're going to cover chastity. Obedience guards chastity. Uh huh. And poverty nourishes chastity. Uh huh. Obedience, the father, 
Poverty, the Son. Chastity, the Holy Spirit. And I say, anyways, get back to it. Therefore, the one eager for purity exercises himself in obedience. Purity, you need to exercise yourself in obedience. And poverty. And then he will possess chastity. Aha. Uh -huh. A plus B equals C. Chastity. Got it. O plus P equals C. All right. Let me help you, baby. Let me help you. I got it. I, okay. Uh, you take this. Okay. You take that. And I will take this. Okay. I will take this bigger one. Okay. I help you. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Daddy, can you fix this thing for him later, this lid? Probably can't he bolt it. Well, it, it, you can put it in. I just don't want... I just got to do it gently and firmly, and my fingers are not... Gently Yeah, like a wrench, like one of those pincher thingies, you know? All right, come here, baby. All right. Here you go. All right. Number three. Obedience guards chastity and poverty nourishes chastity. Guards and nourishes. Therefore, the one eager for purity exercises himself in obedience and poverty and then he will possess chastity. The following means will be able to greatly aid anyone to preserve this angelic virtue of chastity. Colon. Modesty of the eyes and the constant elevation of the mind to God. Next, the flight from laziness. Idle conversations. Yeah, run. Gotta run. Useless reading. Yeah, right. If I shouldn't be reading this, let me know. Prudent avoiding of dangerous company. Love of one's... Love of one's cell. C-E-L-L. -L. And, and respect for the cloister. An ardent invocation of the Holy Spirit, the Virgin Mother of God, your guardian angel, Saint Joseph, the Holy Virgins. The superiors will take pains lest they throw anyone into a situation endangering so great a virtue, or they would neglect someone, or that they would neglect someone so endangered, seeing that they will have to render to God a most strict accounting of those entrusted to them. End of chapter 3. Obedience, poverty, 
and chastity. Next chapter for mortification. Chapter four, mortification. Concerning interior mortification of passions, desires, and your own judgment and will, without which the old Adam can in no way be cast off, in which it is fitting that you be most experienced, colon, bodily chastity greatly contributes to internal mortification. From Colossians 3, 5, quote, put to death whatever in your nature is rooted in the earth. Put to death whatever in your nature is rooted in earth. Put to death whatever in your nature is rooted in earth, says St. Paul in Colossians 3. And Peter's 2.11. Therefore, let your food be moderate, such that prevents hunger, but does not fill your stomach. Food should not be prepared in an exquisite way using vegetables, herbs, roots, and relishes, you will not eat meat. Exception being the sick, the weak, the aged, and travelers are accepted. However, butter or some fat will be allowed to be used for condiment. But outside of your houses, what will have been put before you, with God's blessing, you will eat moderately. Luke 10, 8. Yes. Uh, should, we cut this? should we add the celery now? Uh, Whenever. It doesn't really matter. Okay. Number two. Your ordinary drink ought to be water. Should you have any other drink? It will be up to the superior to allow you to drink it sparingly. With the, with the exception of vodka, which is absolutely prohibited to you. See footnote 13. Bye-bye. Away from the community, meal, or outside of the house, it is not allowed for anyone to eat or drink anything without the superior's permission. Oh, he's following me. Okay, the, I, I don't know what's going on. Just go rest. Thank you. All right, I'll take a break. Number two. All right, I'm going to go for a sprint. It's 7 o'clock in the morning. i got stuff to do today. I'm going to try to find me a new normal St. Stanislaus. Ew. <laughs> All right. 
In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus, Holy Mary, Mother. Pray for us sinners now in the hour of our death. Now in the hour of our death, amen. Oh my Jesus, forgive us our sins. Save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and never shall be, world without end. Amen. Okay, uh, I think we are on chapter three. I'm going to make a sprint for it because this thing is not that long anyways. I'm on page 20. It's only about 40. I don't know if that's the whole thing or not, but I'm going to make a sprint because I need something good to think about as I go through my day. I think we're on food and do not murmur. Okay, here we go. I don't remember reading this. Whatever. Number two. By limiting yourselves with a small amount of food, you will render your nature satisfied. Yeah, I remember reading. Okay, I'll just pick up a two. Okay, eat moderately. Okay, so this is page 20, chapter 4, mortification number 2. Am I on chapter 4 or chapter 3? Yeah, I finished. Right, okay. Right. Uh, with a quote, put to death whatever in your nature says... John St. Paul, is rooted in the earth, right? Okay, put it, put it to death. Okay, therefore, let your food be moderate, such as, such that prevents hunger, but does not fill your stomach. Sh food should not be prepared in an exquisite way using vegetables, or, okay, I remember this part, vegetables, herbs, roots, and relishes. You will not eat meat, and the sick, the weak, the aged, the travelers accepted. However, butter or some fat will be allowed to be used for condiment. But outside your houses, what will be put in front of you, with God's blessing, right? I'm always worried, like, am I being poisoned? No, seriously, I've watched too many Chinese TV series <laughs> back in the days. The old stuff, I don't like the modern stuff, the old stuff where they have long hair. Yeah, that's how you can tell. It's like, right? It's like all this, like people are into anime. I'm like, dude, the old TV series are like, you know, what they call the, the, the I don't know what they call those. You know, we just call them like back in the king days, you know, the dynasty days, the feudal days, whatever you call them. You know, if you like Game of Thrones, it's like Game of Thrones times like a hundred. I mean, Andy Lau's in, you know, the reason Andy Lau is so famous is because of Condor Heroes. I mean, Condor Heroes is like the Star Trek you know, Chinese movies. There's like the Condor Heroes, and then you got the, the earlier generation, and then you get the next generation. You're gonna be locked in your house for at least three months. Yep, one for each, yep. Welcome to my childhood. Okay. Boop. Number two. Your ordinary drink ought to be water. Should you have any other drink, it will be up to the superior. Okay, remember this part. frequently think food is destined for the stomach, but the stomach is destined for worms. Hello. Oh, I, I, I gotta keep this one. Food is destined for the stomach, but the stomach is destined for worms. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Reef, we were talking about, would you eat worms, you know, to survive? I'm like, uh, the creepy crawly. Uh, I'm I'm so PTSD about bugs. You don't understand my trip to China. They were eating be water beetles. Oh my god! I, I told you the story. I'm not gonna rehash. By limiting yourselves, 
to a small amount of food, you will render your nature satisfied. Your spirit, ah, still vigorous. Oh yeah, right. You don't have that.、Ugh. Right, it's like jet lag, but it's like food lag. You know, you eat and you're like, what day is it? I don't care. Ah, yai. Don't blame it on herbs, man. Turkey will do it. <laughs> right, Thanksgiving. After Thanksgiving, you're like,、Ugh. certainly, water and bread were the staple food at the beginning of mankind. What? Water and bread. Bread and water. All right. I mean, there's so many kind of bread you can make. You can never get tired of bread. I love bread. Do you need me to go? I was just gonna say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, I'm finished. Do you want to feed him with it? It's still warm. Oh. I was gonna leave it cool. Oh yeah. Do you need me? Do you need me? I can stay. Oh, you wanna let it cool? No, my usual thing. You know how I leave it cold and eat it later. <laughs> it just tastes better. <laughs> Staple food. Beginning of mankind was certainly water and bread. Right, when man thus feasted, he lived longer. Right, when you feast on bread and water, you, he lived longer. The abundance of meals now brings about sicknesses. Allow buffet short shortens shortbread shortens life. Opens up hell, all right. Certainly, dude. You don't understand. We've had we went we we were going to like buffets like every weekend. Then it was like weekdays too. Then it was like every other day, <laughs> just to get a break, you know, from the kids and the house. Just like it was like our only time. We only. But then we would like go to a buffet, so it would, it would right. It would just make more sense, and you can relax, and it's just variety. You don't have to order stuff. It's just like de-stressing. Just sit and just whatever you feel like eating, you eat, right? But then after a while, it just and the, right with kids, you're just like,、oh, I don't have to worry about what they want to. Everybody can eat their own, right? And we're just eating. Like it just got to a point where I wasn't getting too fat at the time because. Right, what, 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 what? I'm talking about like what? Ten years, a span of ten years, right? So it's not like you know. So many different buffet stories. No worries. Let's get back to the story. So I know all about it. No worries, right? Cruises, been there, done that. I know. Certainly, that one who feasted splendidly daily was buried in hell. You had no more energy left. To go on the excursions, I'm telling you. Luke sixteen nineteen, the story of the rich man and Lazarus. All right, so let's just boil it down. Be content, eh? Be content. Therefore, with little and simple food and drink, do not murmur on this account against anyone. If the superior would. See in the Lord that He can provide something beyond two courses, especially at the time of great celebrations and the monthly recreation. Fortnight footnote. Then this 
is left to his prudence, since his authority will be able to mitigate in the fear of the Lord. This norm is consideration of persons, places, and times, both in quantity as in quality. End of point number two. We'll be right back. Okay. All right. I'm coming, baby. You see, I'm reading this. Even this is for like rules for the monastery. You know, I'm not. I'm not a. You know. I'm a layman, but I can apply the same thing to my domestic situation, right? I mean, right? They're a monastery. I'm a house. You know, they got a. They got a head. I got. We got a right. Right. Our, our, the fathers are our priests, right? When, right. He goes to mass. God give God to God. He brings back the graces. Spread it around. It's contagious. We're all graced up, right? All right. Grace lightning. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. What happened? I'm charging the phone. What? I'm just trying to charge my phone. What? What's the problem? What's the problem? Why is there always a problem? There's no problem. That's it, nothing. See, look, he's just a mask. See? It's all because of the mask. See? It's not really him. It's over, Crane. It's okay, not scary. Just a man. Professor Callahan? Explosion. You died. No. I had your microbots. See? See, he, he cheated. He took his microbots. there to save you. That was his mistake. Uh-oh. Baymax. Destroy. Uh-oh. My programming prevents me from injuring a human being. Not anymore. Uh-oh. Hero, this is not what you Protocol has been violated. 
See now he's he's see no more I no more monsters. I may have caused. How could you do that? It was him. He took you the heart did. out. See? We never signed up We said we'd catch the guy. Took That's it out. It. I never should have let you help me. Baymax, find Callahan. My enhanced scanner has been damaged. Uh, wait! Hero, this isn't part of the plan. Fine! Hero. Guys, I 
we're going to catch Callahan. And this time, we'll do it right. Uh... Hey, but maybe don't leave your team stranded on a spooky island next time. Oh, man. Nah, it's cool. Heathcliff picked us up in the family chopper. Heedle, we found something you should see. You almost got us all killed. Hey! You did this! You knew it wasn't ready! Callahan? He was there? He was such a good man. What happened? I don't know. But the answer's here somewhere. Wait, wait, stop! There he is. Callahan's daughter. Callahan blames Cray. This is a revenge story. So, so what are we too. waiting for? He's so sad. Because he said that she could This beautiful new campus is the culmination of a lifelong dream. But none of this would have been possible without a few bumps in the road. Those setbacks made us stronger and set us on the path to a bright future. Set back! these last few days. Let's pick up at chapter 4.3. Thank you for guiding us and observing our last few days. Continue to do so. Thank you for all the blessings and graces. Amen. Three, besides the church's fasts and those customary in the region, you will observe the following. Vigils of the seven feasts of Our Lady. There's seven, seven feasts. Vigils of the seven feasts of Our Lady. And of the Saint Michael, the Archangel, Joseph, Stanislaus, superscript 15, and Anna. Oh, baby's crying. Is that the baby? with go or no hey, hold on a second
Okay, besides the church fast and those customary in the region, you will observe the following. Vigils of the seven feasts of Our Lady and of the St. Michael's the Archangel, Joseph, Stanislaus, and Anna with one meal or by limiting yourselves to bread and water. Okay, so we observe, we, we observe those special feast days by either taking only one meal in the day or by only eating bread and water. Also, you will use lentil foods according to the custom of the place. Lentil foods from the feast of St. Martin to the solemnity of the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin. And from the octave of the Immaculate Conception to the solemnity of Christmas. I gotta figure these dates out. While you will hard press the body by abstaining from food, try all the more to abstain from vices. One fasts in a disorder, disorderly way if he is hard pressing the body while neglects while he neglects the spirit. That's not the right way. All right, you don't want to be disorderly. Orderly, okay, you want to be orderly. One fasts in a disorderly way if he is hard pressing the body while he neglects the spirit. Nor is food fruitfully taken away from the body unless the mind is recalled from evil, okay? Nor is food fruitfully taken away from the body unless the mind recalled from evil. Chapter 4.4 Because, what about garments and what we should wear? Because softness of garment incites not only pride, but also lust, you, as hermits, will wear clothing from the most simple, rougher, and thicker material. You will wear a habit stretching to the ankles, not one which trails on the ground or shows the ankles too much, and a short mantle reaching up to the knees, and a shirt from coarse linen or some other stinging material. All of these will be white in color in honor of the pure conception of Our Lady in the greatest cleanliness of them and the greatest cleanliness of them should be observed because dirty poverty can please no one. Dirty poverty can please no one.
Footnote number 16. Thus the white habit was does. I think he is crying. All right. Bye. All right. We're on page 21. Let's do a recap real quick. Last sentence of number two. Do not murmur on this account against anyone. If the superior would see in the Lord that he can provide something beyond two courses, especially at the time of great celebrations and the monthly, cons uh, monthly recreation, then this is left to his prudence since his authority. Oh, this is about food, right? Oh, the feast, right? His authority will be able to mitigate. In the fear of the Lord, this norm in consideration of persons, places, and things, both in quantity and in quality. Number three, besides the church's fast and some customary. Okay, number four, because softness of garment incites not only pride, but also lust in you as hermits you are to wear. As hermits, you will wear clothing from the most simple, rougher, and thicker material. You will wear a habit stretching to the ankles. We covered that. Okay, number five, page 22. I, I can stop. Do you need me? I was just going to take a break and read something. I haven't read anything for a while. Page 22, number five, at least when inside the house in summer, wooden sandals would be worn with bare feet outdoors for the sake of proprietary. And in the winter in cold regions for reasons of health, simple uniform, simple Uniform but not extravagant shoes are permitted. Hats lined with sheep's wool are not forbidden to be used to protect the body from to protect the body protect the body in cold climate. After after the superior general of the congregation has been consulted. Jasmine tea. I was looking for the ginger tea. Ginger? Yeah, didn't we have some ginger tea? Let me get some ginger. Can you get some more Cali water and less Saturday? What water? Cali water that has ginger in it. Oh yeah, is that the Saturday? That's the last, or is it the third? I don't know, I gotta check. Oh, hey, mommy, uh, I said the Thursday is this Thursday. Okay, I have to work this Thursday. I'll watch your Okay. Did you watch the match? Uh, not yet. Okay. Just wanna make sure daddy's okay first. Okay.
my sugar. Where's my sugar? Yeah, I've been reading, I've been listening to that book called The Book of the Five. You ever heard of um, Mashimoto Musashi? Mashimoto Musashi? No. Something like that? Book of the Five Rings. You ever heard of that? Probably not. Yeah, Daddy told me to read that. What is that? It's pretty good. I'll tell you about it after I finish. Okay. You can listen to it on YouTube. Okay. The brother workers will have to wear a different habit from the priests. A habit reaching to the ankles of gray color in a mantle without a collar. By worker are understood those in choir cannot perform the office of the dead and devotions with the others in the Latin language. You must be very strict regarding modesty. When you are give, when you are to give, when when you are about to give your body rest, you will lay it down on the straw and cover it with your own mantle or with some simple woolen cloth or with a rough blanket. All will have the uniform clerical tonsure. Tonsure? T O N. Tonsure? Tonsure? That's a new word. T O N S U R E. T O N U R. T O N S U R E. I don't know. Look it up. Tonsure, T O N, like you have a ton of it. Uh, can you give me a mop? A mop, sure. Mop, mop, mop. Just mop up after he finishes. Is he finished? Just clean up after he finish. Oh, you're, it's under your feet, I see. I usually just stand on one of the yellow towels, Anthony. The yellow towels usually soak up everything. But I can't find... I know, right? I like these songs. What's the name of it? 
Yeah. It's just disco, 70, 80, and 90. It's oh. shit loads of them. Pick one. Page 22, number 5. At least when inside the house in summer, wooden sandals will be worn with bare feet. Outdoors, for the sake of proprietary and in the winter, in cold regions for reasons of health. Simple, uniform, but not extravagant shoes are permitted. Hats lined with sheep's wool are not forbidden to be used to protect the body in a cold climate after the superior general of the congregation has been consulted. The brother workers will have to wear a different habit from the priests, a habit reaching to the ankles of gray color and a mantle without a collar. By worker are understood those who inquire, who in, C-H-O-I-R, who in choir, choir like chorus, you know, choir, who inquire, cannot perform the office of the dead and devotions with the others in the Latin language. Okay. All right, so you're a worker. If you're a person in the singing choir, cannot perform the office of the dead and devotions with the others in Latin language. Uh, if you don't know Latin, you're a worker. Mm-hmm. You must be very strict regarding modesty. When you're about to give your body rest, you will lay it down in the straw and cover it with your own mantle or with some simple woolen cloth or with a rough blanket. All will have the uniform clerical tonsure, according to the size proper to each order. Everyone will also shave their beard and mustache monthly. Footnote 17. Next, number 6. Common flagellation will be on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for your own sins and those of others, especially for the dead. However, anyone will be able to make use of flagellation on any day on rising or before going to bed to honor our Lord who was whipped and as often as it will be imposed by the superior. End of chapter 4 Chapter 5, Recollection 1. Your continual interior silence will consist in this, that you will acknowledge, worship, and bless God present everywhere.
and thus you will walk in his sight modestly, faithfully, and piously, as it is proper for servants to behave in the presence of the Master. Make an effort to contemplate God in all creatures, and not only in yourselves, because we live and move and exist in Him. Acts 17.28 In this way, He will never slip away from your mind. Number two, examine yourself each hour to see how much you have made progress in the love of the Lord or have failed. In this way, correct the failure and bring about your progress. Each hour, think that you are about to die, or at least that these hours slipping by will not return. In this way, you will work hard to merit continuously as much as possible with the help of God, expecting the day's wage which is infallibly given to faithful servants. Matthew 22 Number 3. In Church Or as often as you will find yourself in chapel, Think that you are already in heaven, that you are in heaven as many times as you cross before the sacrament of the altar, you will humbly kiss the ground, adoring the Lord of heaven and earth present, really present, and worthily giving thanks for so admirable a memorial. Number four, may silence the custodian of blessed recollection, silence, may silence be continuous among you, especially in the chapel, the sacristy, the dining room, and in other places designated for the community. After the evening blessing and before morning blessing, no one is allowed to say anything. If anyone should need to speak to another, let it be done with the superior's permission. He should precede his words with, Blessed be God. And the other replying, Forever. You will speak in a more subdued voice to the bishops or any superiors, venerating Christ in them, having first asked for their blessing. Number five. Each day you will spend two hours in meditation. Each month, taking turns, one after another. Spend two hours in meditation. You will make a retreat, which we call spiritual exercises. We do not wish to have the superiors exempt from this, unless they are prevented by duty. It will be the superior's duty to be 
certain that someone is continually on retreat, with all fervor praying the divine goodness. On behalf of the Roman Catholic Church, Christian leaders, the order, the house, benefactors, and the dead. Number six, so that you will be mindful of your vocation and avid for the rewards prepared for those who loyally struggle until death. Each day, renew your vows privately before the Blessed Sacrament. Number seven, any of the novices after entrance and as well as before profession, as well as those to be ordained will diligently spend at least two weeks apart in their cell in private retreat. The time will be spent in assiduous mental and vocal prayer, in a general examination of conscience, and in considering their calling. Number eight, lest you also be disturbed by outsiders, the door of the house will always be kept locked. No one is allowed to bring in anyone from the outside without the superior's permission, nor will it be allowed for any of the members to go out under severe punishment without the same permission of the superior. As often as anyone will be sent outside the house, he will always go out with a companion unless the most important reason would demand otherwise. When outside the house, he will direct his attention to the good edification of men by words and actions, neglecting nothing of his rule, praying intently while on his way. Having returned at the assigned time, he will candidly tell the superior all the things he has done. Once the signal for the nightly rest has been given, no one will dare to wander through the corridors in which, according to papal decree, a lamp should be lit for the whole night. Number nine. In order that you may have tranquility also in the house, no one should venture from his cell for any reason unless forced to do so by a legitimate necessity. Even less should he enter another's cell or admit anyone to his cell. This cell should always be cl kept clean, the bed made, holy water present with a picture of Christ crucified or of the Blessed Virgin or some patron saint, a simple picture in printed reproduction rather than a painted one. Always be mindful here of the divine presence, the angel watching over you. Never be idle, but always occupied either in reading or writing or prayer or with some other useful work. Without the superior's permission, he should not sleep in his cell outside the accustomed time. He should be cautious in using light. He should not keep in his cell anything which would not be in agreement 
with utmost poverty. Let him love his cell as if it were a temporary heaven and desire to go out of his cell by the mercy of God only to heaven. End of chapter 5 Recollection Chapter 6 Schedule Number 1 The day evolves by God's arrangement. Unquote. Footnote 22 La petite officer de immaculée conceptions prétendieux approbation condemnation tolerance in Virgo Immaculate Rome uh, 17 Wow, I gotta read French people He should be cautious in using light No, 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 that's it uh, Okay, sorry <clears throat> Chapter 6 Schedule The day evolves by God's arrangement Therefore the day is to be passed for God's glory in good order. Rising a little after the middle of the night, you will move together to the church with a second signal to have of the night. Rising a little after the middle of the night, you will move together to the church. When the second signal has been given, there, during the verse, tantum ergo sacramentum, you will adore the blessed sacrament. Then you will say devoutly, distinctly, with attention, and clearly the little office of the Immaculate Conception, footnote 23, to the end of none, N-O-N-E, according to Roman correction, approved by Pope Innocent XI in the brief sent to Emperor Leopold I, December 18, 1678, together with the first part of the rosary in the vernacular because of the brothers, of the brother helpers. After the rosary, you will spend an hour in mental prayer, at the end of which you will receive the superior's blessing with holy water. Oh, or in my case, tears. Okay, great. Okay. You know what? I'm not going to read this anymore. I'm going to go look up these little footnotes of stuff. Oh, there's so much new stuff to read now. Yay, thank you. Okay, and I'll probably do a little bit of Life of Christ with Fulton Sheen next. And before we... Ah, so many good things. Happy Fourth of July! <laughs>